and welcome to the Pulse Podcast. This is the very first episode of the 2021-22 school year, and I'm Greg Spencer, the director of AeroVision, here with Ethan Purnell and Jack Harjo. And on today's show, we have the one and only principal of Broken Arrow High School, Mrs. Crystal Barber. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Greg? We are good. We are happy to have you on the show today. This is the fourth of our four podcast series that we have for this school year on the AeroVision Podcast Network. And on this one, we will be having high school co-hosts come on with different guests each week and talk about everything that's going on at Broken Arrow High School. We want to get to know our co-host a little bit more. First up, we got Ethan Purnell. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Ethan. Well, um, hi, everybody. (laughs) Um, I'm a senior this year, class of 22, representing along with... uh, Jack, I'm involved in Mock Trial, which is um, not a club that gets a whole bunch of representation, so I'd like to throw that out there. And um, I'm excited to be on here representing School Body, Class 22. All right, Jack, how about yourself? Uh, Hi, I'm Jack. Uh, I don't really do much activities regarding the school, but I work at uh, the Broken Arrow Warren Theater. Uh, I weightlift, and that's mostly about me. And of, of course, they are part of the Aerovision student program. Oh, so we're yes. got to mention that. That's, that's why they're getting to co-host this podcast. All right. So we are going to ask some questions to kind of talk to Mrs. Barber about her first year. Last year was your first year as principal. It was an easy year, right? I mean, there was no no big challenges or anything. Yeah. Yes, it was the <laughs> easiest year you could have ever had. Um, I will say it was in many teachers and principals and counselors, anybody in education would say last year was by far, without question, the hardest year we've walked through as educators. Um, But I have to remember, too, it was hard on our kids as well. Um, And I think the hardest part about it was just navigating all of the fears and the anxieties that everybody felt, myself included, with my own family and what to do with our kids, talking to parents, our teachers, um, just kind of as a principal, you feel like you carry the burden uh, of, of all of that. And so that was by far the most challenging part of last year. I don't know if you want me to move to like what what good I saw come out well, of that. Well, let's, let's, yeah, we'll, we'll circle back on that in a second. But, you know, so when, tell us a little about when were you named principal? Because obviously Mrs. Mm-hmm. Burns retired the previous year, but she finished out the 2020 school year, correct? That's right. That's a really interesting timing because, so the timing on this is really fascinating. So we came into the media center. It was Friday, March 6th. I remember that very clearly because the following Friday was the Friday. We weren't sure if we were coming back after spring break, but Friday, March 6th, uh, Ms. Burns called everybody into the media center and announced her retirement, which she's a very beloved principal, was um, in education for 42 years, was in Broken Arrow Public Schools for 40 years. And so Um, Of course, the staff was very much sad to see her leave, a a phenomenal principal. And so anyway, the following Friday, we are kind of listening to the governor, listening to our state superintendent and what's going to happen in the state of Oklahoma. At that point, we're still coming back, but it was like the Wednesday of spring break where we knew we weren't coming back. And so during that process, knowing Ms. Burns is retiring, they're going to hire a new principal. And of course, I was interested. I came up to the high school um, as grade level principal for two years and um, 
It's one of those things. Have you ever done anything in your life you said you would never do? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, I said at one point, I, I would never want to do that. That's, that school's too big. There's too yeah. many people. There's too many mm-hmm. students. But when I came up here, I, I just loved the school, loved everything about it. The, the excitement, the activities, AeroVision, all of our homecoming parade and a- athletics and fine arts and academics. I mean, there's just so much good in this school. So anyway, I did apply um, because of the season we were in. The interview was on Zoom which I researched how to interview on Zoom. It's a totally different experience in case you haven't ever done that. So, so kind of knowing what you, my point of asking this question of when the, what the timeline was is just trying to remember it, but knowing what you kind of knew, like, okay, we're in this pandemic. Did that not give you any hesitation towards applying for the job, knowing that you'd be, I mean, there was so much unknown at that point anyway. Mm-hmm. But, it's a good question. Yeah. It's a really good question. I I have said this, and I've learned this phrase from somebody else. I am not smart enough to be afraid. So no, it did not give me any hesitation. Although I had a lot of people in my ear saying, "Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you mm-hmm. sure you want to do yeah. that? You have young kids at home. That's a that's a big job. And and during a pandemic, are you sure? And honestly, I never wavered on that because I knew that's what I wanted to do. So take us through that. At what point did you find out that you got the job? Mm. Interviewed on Zoom was called that evening to say I was one of the finalists. Um, And you know how our district does it is there's an initial committee and then you go and you talk to to Dr. Vinson, our superintendent, kind of got her blessing and then it was uh, approved by the board on May 11th of 2020. So that is when it was official and um, that is when I really started planning to become the next principal. Of course, Ms. Burns is not retired yet, right? So she's still in in that office until June 30th, which was graduation that year. And um, so anyway, it's just been such a blessing. It's, there's been so much good. I, I still drive by the stadium every morning and I go, I can't believe I'm the principal of Broken Arrow High School. So talk a little bit about, obviously there was Last year was a, you know, date from that point on. I mean, it's, it's been challenges for educators and, like you said, kids as well. But what, what are some of the positives that came out of the last year? What are some of the highs that you, were, that you, you know, were really proud of that you guys were able to accomplish? You know, and this is my perspective, but I really feel like walking through the first year as a head principal of Broken Arrow High School, we were really able to build trust with our, our staff Um, our students and our parents in a way that we would not have been able to build had it not been the pandemic. So what I mean by that is, again, back to the people are anxious and fearful and what do I do with my family? We were able to have really meaningful and deep conversations with people that, again, I don't think we would have had. Um, I'm really proud of our teachers with their instructional technology. They've done things that they had never done before. Microsoft Teams meetings using Canvas in a, a completely different way. Um, when we were on distance learning last year, which none of us loved at all, um, but we were using technology in ways that we had never used. So I think the pandemic was that catalyst to really push us to the next level. Now that we are back from a whole bunch of, you know, mask mandates and missing school and stuff like that, how do you feel um, that our high school is doing in terms of student health and safety? I feel like we're doing really, really well. When we talk about student health and safety, we always think about it as more than just physical health, right? We're talking about mental health, social health, and physical. So, um, I mean, I'm really proud of how we've navigated this year. Um, We are, of course, cleaning the desks and all of that, but I think being in person helps our kids 
socially and emotionally, that in-person learning. Um, I, I really and truly don't think we could do anything better than we are doing right now. How scary was it trying to coordinate an entire school year during such a chaotic time in our lives, a pandemic going mm -hmm. on and everything? It's a good question, too. It's scary only if you think about it from the standpoint of you're doing this all by yourself, and I'm not. I have a phenomenal team of administrators, teachers, counselors, parent volunteers, even our students and what they do with leadership. Um, they're helping. So, yeah, it's scary. But when you remember you have a phenomenal team around you, it takes, it takes that element out of it and you move forward together. As the year progressed last year, we were obviously able, you know, I, I feel like we kind of hit a groove after spring break of last year and things started to feel a little bit more of a sense of sense of normalcy. But there was a lot that was missed in that first semester. What are some things, some events that we are having coming up that we missed last year that you're excited for this year? So homecoming is one of those. Of course, the dance, we had some people who were pretty upset about not being able to have that last year, and that was hard, too. It's hard to see people upset about those things, but that's one of the, uh, of course, just, what would we call that, um, kind of a staple, staple activity in the high school culture. Um, I'm, not, I'm not recalling any other ones right now. I know there were several that we didn't get to have, so nothing's coming to mind. Yeah, that, that's a big one. <clears throat> Sorry. Sort of, honestly, it's kind of like childbirth that last year. I may have, I may have blocked out the pain of last year a little bit and just kind of went to all the good, you know. Well, speaking of good, that's a good segue there. What are some positive stories that are going on around Broken Arrow High School so far this year? We always have a lot of positives. Uh, a really big and very public positive is that we have nine National Merit semifinalists this year, which is more than we've had since 2005. So, gentlemen, what year were you born? 2004. 2004. 2004. So, yeah, like, right after you were time. born, you so were one when we had college. more. So, yeah, big, big deal. Plus, we have two commended. So, these the two students that are commended, like, literally came within one point of becoming National Merit semifinalists. So, that's pretty amazing. Um, the activities we're able to do this year, of course, we're going to do leadership treat, retreat this coming weekend. And... Um, Last year, there was an abbreviated version of that. We just had it one day. And so this, this time, we'll be able to go and spend the night and kind of make it a full event. I'm really proud of our students and our teachers um, just for the way they've really engaged in this year. I think everybody's – it just seems like everybody's happy in the hallways and just excited to be here. So relating back to last year and, you know, you being – the first, this being your first year of being principal – now going into year two, what have you learned from that first year and what will you do to apply it? That's such a good question because I feel like I'm learning every day. I would say, and I knew this going in, I, I know this to a whole nother level, but people really are the most important aspect of anything we do. And so... There's a lot of work to do as a, as a principal, right? There's a lot of things to do on a day-to-day -day basis, but I always want to and will continue to put people first. So if that means I need to have a conversation with Mr. Spencer in my office for 45 minutes for whatever reason, I'm going to do that. If that means, um, Ethan, if you come into my <laughs> office and you need to talk, and, and maybe I'm not your counselor or your assistant principal, but you feel like you can trust me, I'm going to prioritize that conversation with you. Um, 
So again, I knew that going in just last year taught me that on a whole different level, if that makes sense. So you've seen a lot of classes come in and out. So would you have any advice to the upcoming graduates of 2022 uh, who are about to graduate and move on to a new part of their life? Good question. You're preparing me to speak at graduation right now, aren't you? <laughs> Do you have your graduation <laughs> speech ready? Art? That was, by the way, I'm backtracking. That was probably the most um, anxious I was last year was graduation. graduation. That, that's commencement. There's something very formal about that. And I was so happy when, not only for our kids, but happy for me as principal when that was over. Last it's a big year. event. It's a big uh, yeah, event. Nice. And it's one of those, it's the first time, you know, um, what I would say, and it sounds cliche, but it's true, is just to find something that you are truly passionate about and figure out a way for you to make that how you make your living. Because when you make your living doing something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's how I feel. It's really and truly how, how I feel. I'm amazed I get a paycheck from this position. And again, people may not believe that, but it's the truth. So I would say that... Um, I would also say kind of be prepared for challenges in advance because they, they will always be there. And we talk about grit a lot, like something's really challenging and how you kind of plan to overcome those things when you're walking through them. So does that make sense? And is that does that answer your question? I think so, yes. Okay. All right, so we are going to play a little bit of game here. It's, uh, I'm going to be kind of the judge of it here, but we're going to play a game called Get to Know Your Principal. So Ethan and Jack are going to go, they're going to go head to head trying to figure out who may know Mrs. Barber best. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm very competitive. <laughs> I just want you to know that right now, and I do not like losing. I lost in my first hour in a game. And I tell you, I'm still thinking about it, so I'm using a well, lot of that you got a chance passion. to redeem yourself yeah. right now. So I will ask a question. They will take turns giving guesses, and then you will give the correct answer. All right, so here we go. Mrs. Barber graduated high school in what year? Okay, now be careful on this one, gentlemen. Okay. Air on the side of caution. Uh, we'll go Ethan first, Jack second on this first question. Oh, wow. Okay. You just, yeah. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Yeah. Let's yes. go. Okay. Talking on this trash. This is... I'm... It's not that long. <laughs> it's not, we need it's some, not that some Jeopardy long Jeopardy music. You, <laughs> you win on this one. It's not that long ago. Let's go, go with... Say 88. All right, 1988 is the first guess. <laughs> I'm going to go 93. 93 is the second. Give us the correct answer. I graduated from Irvine High School in 1999. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. And Ethan is off to a bad start. So Jack Whoa. is up one to nothing. Uh, where was this uh, competitive nature we you were just talking about? Oh, that is crazy. That's crazy. Wow. All right. So second question. I'm not mad at you, Ethan. It's okay. I'm not <laughs> mad at you. It's okay. You just you gotta, sometimes kids just get you put lost me 11 years. years older than I was. It's okay. It's okay. That's why we're playing this game. There we go. Next question. How many kids does Mrs. Barber have? Jack uh, first. He's safe. Uh, two kids. I hate to say the same. Can't. You got I can't. I can't. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to go with three, but I mean, that's a really good, that's a really All good right. answer. All right. Mrs. Yes. Barber, how many kids do you have? I have five children. Oh, oh wow. So, oh, Ethan, yes. there you go. Oh, it's yeah. one to one now. There you go. Wow. 
Okay. All right. Next question. And she kind of gave this away a little bit. Let's see how much you were paying attention. True or false, Mrs. Barber has only lived in the state of Oklahoma. No, I was paying attention, but I don't like I don't <laughs> oh, yeah. know. He may, like, not, I know. he may not know yeah. that. Like, um I don't know if that's in Oklahoma, so I'm gonna go with no. Okay, so false. False, <laughs> yes, false. False. They both said false. Are they correct? What is the statement again? Say the, say the statement. Well, true or false, Mrs. Barber has only lived in Oklahoma. Okay, false. Oh, yes. So tell us some of the places that you've lived in your in your life. Okay, so I was born in California, and then my family actually relocated to Texas for a very short period, and then back to California where I spent most of my childhood, and then came to Oklahoma after I graduated from high school. Okay. okay. Awesome. Okay. So two to two is now our show, or our, our show, uh, <laughs> is now our score. I got ahead of myself on this next question. What is your favorite TV show? This can either be favorite TV show of all time or favorite TV show like recently that you're really okay. into. But since this is such an open-ended question, why don't you give them a clue first before they take a stab at it? Yeah, that's a good point. So this has to do with... Um, well, first of all, this show has been on the air for about 21 years, so it's like a long-standing show. It has to do with um, still running. It's still running. That narrows mm -hmm. it down okay. a little bit. Okay. There's only a few shows uh -huh. out there, that and um, it has to do with criminal justice. Okay, system. I knew it. I know. Right. It. I knew it as Jack soon as first. you said 21. NCIS. No. No, it's not. It's Law and Order. It is Law and it's Order. Law and Order. And specifically, Law and Order SVU. SVU. And, yeah. and right there is where I dropped the Law and Order music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a 3-2 Ethan lead now. So even though he, he really struggled with that first one, he is now in the lead. All right, so this next one kind of made this for them. Uh, would you say you are in which of the three camps? Would If you had to only let's, – let's, let's put it this way. If you had to only watch movies from each of these three camps, studios, whatever, they're all Disney under the Disney umbrella – Pixar, Star Wars, or Marvel, if you could only watch movies from one of those three groups there, what would it be for the rest of your life? Pixar, Star Wars, or Marvel? Take a guess. Let's go Jack first. Star Wars, there's no way like in, or, uh, Law and Order and not Star Wars. <laughs> interesting That's conclusion. Interesting answer. But, but, from graduating in 99... That's when Pixar really started getting going. And so the culture of plus Pixar was Plus she has five really kids. Stuck. Plus you have uh. five kids. <laughs> Pixar. What would you say? Okay, so this is that question um, that I really don't have a great answer to, except to say my kids like Marvel, so I like Marvel. Oh, I, I we would, both didn't get Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we have Disney Plus and everything, but I think we usually, the kids normally choose the Marvel movies, and so I watch with them. But, okay. The younger, you have twins that uh -huh. are, what, eight, nine? They're seven. Seven. Uh -huh. I was close. Uh, <laughs> the same age as yours. Oh, I, well, mine are eight, almost <laughs> okay, nine, so I couldn't grade. remember if they were older or younger for a second there. Um are they're onto the Marvel movies, or are they still kind of more in the Pixar camp? They're, they're more in the Pixar, but are my they? older son, he's 15, yeah. he, um, he loves the Marvel stuff. And he is going to Vanguard Academy, He's going right? to Vanguard How, Academy. How's that going for him? Is he, he liking it? He absolutely loves, loves, loves Vanguard. Yeah, um, we'll have to have uh, JJ on podcast soon. Of course, that'd probably be more on our 
uh, core values podcast with Dr. Vincent. And since technically it's a separate high school, obviously. Um, let's see. All right. So it's still three to two. Nobody got that one right. There's more. Oh, a couple more <laughs> questions. All right. So if you have to get lunch or breakfast at one of these four burger, I guess Freddy's doesn't have breakfast. So let's just say if you got to get a burger for lunch and that's just, you're really craving a burger, where do you go? McDonald's, Brahms, Freddy's, or Whataburger? Okay. And hold on. We're being real specific Let, about lunch. Let's be specific okay. that it's burger since I put Freddy's in there it's and they lunch. don't, yeah. It's, it could be dinner too, but okay, I'm just but saying. a hamburger because because yeah. you know you might choose a different place yeah, for breakfast. Yeah, for, for okay. breakfast, right. let's let's go specific to. I'm in a hurry. It's time for lunch. I need a burger. Where am I going? Ethan, first stab. McDonald's, okay, so. Brahms, Freddy's, or Whataburger? You look like a Whataburger. Type. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you look like you you would. And you graduated enjoy. in '88. <laughs> Have a great day. Okay. <laughs> no, you just give off that vibe. You're like, well, if it's, if it's going to be down to that, then it's Whataburger. Not that, okay. not no, that I'm not. It's, a, it's, it's okay. All right. What do you think? Uh, yeah. That was going to be my answer too. So I'll go with Freddy's. It's Freddy's. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know okay. why, right? Or like, you can get oh, ice cream I, after or well, the fries? Yeah, okay. <laughs> the fries like are good. The, it's a flat yeah, patty. Love the steak good. burgers. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just good. Yeah. I would go, personally, I'd go, if I'm just talking burgers, Freddy's, Whataburger, Brahms, McDonald's. That's that's my top four there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, so I do have, it in the same order, actually. Yeah, yeah. So we're three three now, three three, and let's let's uh let's make this that's perfect. I I chose this the right amount of questions. So this is this is another one that potentially might offend her, but we're gonna roll with it anyway. <laughs> How many presidents have there been in Mrs. Barber's lifetime? Oh, I can. Okay. So think first. <laughs> now that they've had a little bit of a clue. Due to the earlier question, so let's see. Uh, we'll Presidential go, terms or presidents? Just presidents. How many presidents have there? I didn't. I didn't even look up the correct answer, but it's the same as me, so I shouldn't. Know. <laughs> All right. So this is the deciding question, Jack. You are up first. Okay. So it took me a second because there have been some with multiple terms. I think it's going to be eight presidents. He's going with eight. Is he right, Ethan? Six. No, 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 no. That's not my final answer. That's not my final answer. Five, five. Oh, I think you should have stuck with six. I, I think it's, I think it is six because you were born in what? 80? 80. And yeah. I was born in 79. So I, I lived a couple months in the Carter administration. Right. So that would be seven. So I think Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush again, second Bush, George W., Obama, Trump. Oh, seven counting Joe. So Mm -hmm. So seven, including the current. So you had how many? Eight. You had eight. He had five. Five. (laughs) So by process of elimination, if we were on prices, right, you went over and you lost, but Uh. (laughs) that's, uh, I I should not have counted that out loud and made you guys try to figure that out. Now I feel like we need a better determining. We're all winners. You get a ribbon and you get a ribbon. Uh, yeah, well, not really sure who won that game, but we did get to know Mrs. Barber better. However, since she's here and we got a little bit more time, Mrs. Barber, why don't you ask them a few questions so you can get two of the class of 22 Broken Air High School students a little bit better? Cool. Oh, that's good. Okay. I might turn some of these questions back on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's hear what you got. I didn't mean to say it was let's 88. <laughs> okay. 98. So back to the Pixar, Marvel. Um, Star Wars. Star Wars. What, what would you choose there? 
Marvel. You have a favorite? I like Iron Man too. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay, it's Marvel for me, and I'd have to say my favorite one, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange okay. is really good. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that one. Not to be confused with the Stanley Kubrick movie from the sixties, no, Doctor Strange Love. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you probably don't even know. That. No, I have no clue. <laughs> okay, and back to the uh, Waterburger, Brahms, McDonald's, Freddy's rating. How would you how would you rate those? In order of best to worst, I guess. Uh, my personal rating would be uh, Freddy's, McDonald's, or no, Freddy's, Whataburger, McDonald's, and Brahms, just because uh, McDonald's is cheaper than Brahms. So, <laughs> you know. Although Honestly. Brahms does have, they're not too expensive, and their ice cream is cheap. True. Way cheaper than any other ice cream, especially the frozen custard places. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking um, to you, Andy's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It would be McDonald's first because, of course, it's cheaper. And then Brahms, Freddy's, Whataburger because I just can't. I can't with Whataburger. You at can't. All. I can't. Interesting. Not. It doesn't. But you told me I looked like a Whataburger. You look like you look like oh like you enjoy. <laughs> you enjoy it just doesn't fit with my palate. Okay, I get it. I get it. Feel insulted. Trust me. Okay. Um, let's see. Have you always attended Broken Arrow schools? If not, where else have you attended? Uh, I have always. Uh, I've been here. Or I've been living in Oklahoma since I was born, so I've always been in Broken Arrow District. What schools did you attend? Uh, I attended Indian Springs from my kindergarten up until like fourth grade. Then went to Aspen Creek. So Indian Springs closed down. Yeah, and then Aspen, you moved to Aspen Creek. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uh, Children's Middle School up until I went to the Freshman Academy in High School. What about you, Ethan? So mine's a little bit more complicated. <laughs> um, I am from Chicago, uh, and I moved here about sixth grade to the Broken Arrow School District. I went to Centennial Middle School, then um, Freshman Academy, then the high school. What yeah. was a, what was what was it like moving to Broken Arrow from Chicago at first? Culture change <laughs> that is, mm-hmm. is definitely what it was. It's just when you move from such a big place to this small town, it's, mm-hmm. it, it took a lot for my brain to like really concentrate on the fact that like this isn't you know you can't step outside (laughs) this is like you know (laughs) this is everybody's you know outside the doors are open the garage doors are open at Mm -hmm. night you know everybody's walking around with no shoes on it's (laughs) it's it's like so I just it's it it took a lot for my brain to really be like this place is kind of nice and you know we do have a lot of nice programs here I would say I do love the high school's like activities because mm-hmm. it's just so vast and there's so much to do i'm curious because when i moved from california to oklahoma there's some people say things a little different yeah when yeah. you first moved here and people from oklahoma would say something and you would go i wonder like what that means or we don't quite say it the same way do you can you think of any examples it's more like just the way in which they say it. not like specific things that they say but just the ways in which they say it like one example is like, you know, well, are y'all going over there? I'm like, who's y'all? 
<laughs> I'm like, there, there's, I'm, this, I'm the only person that's going. I'm like, who's, who's y'all? So, yeah. so I was just, it's sometimes just the way that, you know, some pronouns are used. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Yeah, it is. You talked a little bit about the activities as well as the, the academic offerings. And, you know, one of the things that you guys are now involved, your first year program with Mr. Hurling in the AeroVision program. What have, how is Mr. Hurling doing in class? Is he doing a good job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put you on the spot there. Uh, yeah, Mr. Hurley's, you know, just for those listening right now that don't have the background, his first year, it'd be great to have him on right now, but we'll just we'll just answer for him. His first year at Broken Arrow High School was last year. He didn't start till the, the middle of November. And in fact, we went on distance learning on his first day. So he didn't even get to meet wow. the students till the second semester. And then we were back to distance learning pretty shortly after. And then he came on and really, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but was able to kind of get in a groove and, and meet those kids on a day-to-day basis uh, past spring or post-spring break and kind of you know, hit, hit the ground running there. Uh, what's, what's your impressions of him and the AeroVision program so far? He's outstanding. He's an outstanding teacher. And really, he is here to help you find what you want to do inside of AeroVision. So, like, whatever you, whether it be, you know, doing this podcast or, you know, being behind a camera, you know, filming GMBA or being in front of the camera in GMBA or something like that. Like, he is really good at letting you be creative in whatever aspect of AeroVision that you want to be in. And that's and it's really a big part of why we enjoy his class so much, or at least I do. I don't. I can't speak Jack, anything to, to add to that? Uh, he hit the mark. Yeah, he's a great teacher, and uh, he's a constant like source of just great energy that he brings to class, and like really motivates the students to try and like put effort in. And it's like it's a fun class, you know. Like and like he said, you know, he'll try and like help you to if you feel like there's something you want to focus on, like uh, if you want to be more behind the camera, like. He's teaching us right now how to use cameras, so if that, like, clicks with you. So we're kind of, like, going over different things and finding where people like it, you know? So it's really cool to have. Awesome. Well, that's always good to hear. Well, Mrs. Barber, thank you very much for joining us on the first episode of the Pulse Podcast for the school year. We've we've had uh, the Pulse Podcast before, but we're kind of doing it in a new way this year, and we're really excited about it. Uh, anything else that you need to, to plug? Do you have a book coming out or anything like that? <laughs> Uh, no, I That's do things not. they always do on, on normal podcasts. I do not. How I survived my first year of teaching <laughs> yes. in a pandemic. You might, maybe you should write a book. Yeah, yeah. maybe. We we joke about this as educators, like we should all write a book because there's a lot to say, right? But anyway, thank you for allowing me to be on the podcast today. And Ethan and Jack, you all did a phenomenal job. I'm so grateful we have AeroVision that allows uh, you all these type of opportunities. And this was fun. Awesome. Well, we'll be right back on the Pulse podcast after these messages from our sponsors that don't exist. Hello. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this first episode of the Pulse podcast for the 21-22 school year. Be sure you're subscribing to the AeroVision podcast network on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple uh, podcast. You can also find us on YouTube as well. You can't watch us, but there'll be a graphic there and you can listen to it in the background if that's your thing, if you're not into the other uh, ways to, to listen to the podcast. But the best way to do it is pick your podcast or music uh, subscription service of choice, subscribe to it, search for AeroVision or Broken Arrow Schools, and that way you'll get notifications every time a new episode drops. We will see you next time. Thanks, guys.